Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. I want to talk to you today about removing unbelief. Now, so many times I think we have a, a, a movement of faith, and faith is a great thing because without faith it's impossible to please God. But we got to understand that as we, as we walk through life that we have to remove unbelief. I believe it's very possible in today's society to have a heart that is directed directly toward God and believe what you believe, but yet your head is wavering left and right. Your, your, your head is wavering in a different direction. And, and I think Hebrews chapter 12, verse 3 lets us know that we have the certain measure of faith. For I say unto you in the King James Version, through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one the measure of faith. So we see here that everyone's been given the measure of faith. And the Amplified says, each according to the degree of faith proportioned by God to him. So we see that we've been given the measure of faith, not a measure of faith as some translations want to be, but the measure of faith. Just because you know you have the faith of God doesn't mean that it would automatically work. Your problem is not with a lack of faith, but too much unbelief. And you say, well, how do you prove that we have God's kind of faith? Well, Mark eleven twenty two says, have God kind of faith. Also, Galatians 2 and 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. By faith in the Son of God. By faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So I live by faith in the Son of God. I have the same faith that Jesus had. And you can see in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 1 and 2, Simon Peter, a bondservant, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who obtain like precious faith. Now, the word precious there is a Greek word that means identical. In other words, we have identical faith with us by the righteousness of God and Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied for you. To you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So we see that we've been given a measure of faith. We see that we're walking in faith and we're operating in the faith and we're walking in a level of faith. But how do we manifest that faith? How do we believe that we have the same faith that God has? So many times we've taken this faith message and we've almost made works out of it. And we're saying if you had enough faith, then you'd be healed. If you had enough faith, this would happen. If you had enough faith, well, this would happen. Then, But the reality of it, according to his word, we have the measure of faith. We have God kind of faith. And we have the faith of the Son of God. So if we have the faith of the Son of God and we live in that faith of the Son of God, then I have the same faith he has. So it's really not based on what my head's telling me. It's all based on what my heart's telling me. So I've got to learn to rely on not what I see, but what I actually hear in my spirit. So as I'm dealing with removing unbelief, you remember the young man that came to Jesus and he said, why couldn't you cast this devil out? And he said, because of their unbelief. If we had and we operated in a revelation of faith, just because you know that you have the faith of God doesn't mean it automatically going to work. Sometimes you're just going to have to stand and wait on the Lord. Sometimes things are not going to happen as faith, faith fast as you think they're supposed to happen. But God, I want you to understand something today. God is working even in all the things that's going on in the world today. We so see, see so many people today that are moved by so many things. Fears gripping people, anxieties gripping people, panic is gripping people, and so many people are in fear of COVID-19. They're in fear of, of dying early. They're in fear of not having a good retirement or not living a long life and seeing their grandchildren. But the Bible says that I live by the faith in the Son of God. I have the same faith 
as Jesus. And as I begin to think about that, I want you to ask yourself a question. Am I operating? Am I living in that level of faith? That faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the Word of God, Romans 10, 17. Now, we know faith is the substance of things help, help Evidence of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we see that faith is never to be able to see. The only thing you can see is hope. Hope is something that you're reaching for, you're believing for, but faith is unseen. And you're calling those things not that you can't see as though they're going to turn out in your way. And we believe and we trust the Lord in all these things that God is working in the midst of all this to perfect those areas of your life that you're trusting Him with. And so we see a generation of people now with the panic of the election and all the things that's going on. We see a a generation of people that are having anxiety, that are going through fear, that are wondering how this thing's going to turn out. I I want to tell you today, it's going to turn out the way he said it's going to turn out. It's going to turn out that the revelation of who you are and what you're about is going to come forth into the body of Christ. And and as we begin to remove this unbelief out of our life and just learn to rest in the finished work of God and just rest in in the plans that he has. And don't be worried about the economy or what things are going to look like or how things are going to turn out, but just how does God say they're going to turn out? And trust him in that. Trust the word of God that's going to stand and endure the test of time. It stood the test of time. You know, he told the disciples, he said, on the third day, I'm coming back. They didn't really believe he was coming back, but on the third day, he came back. Why? Because his word brought forth life. There's death and life in the power of your tongue. And as you begin to speak life, Life. The Bible said Deuteronomy 30, 19, choose blessings, choose cursings, but choose life. And as you choose life, you operate in a level of life that brings you to a place. That's the beauty of grace.